Welcome to Wyoming Valley Church's podcast with Pastor Todd Walker. But tonight we're talking about being strong because of weakness. I want you to think about that for a moment. Being strong because of weakness. Now I'm going to read a very interesting passage. And I would say maybe the most interesting passage or one of them that I've ever read in the Bible. Okay? I'm not going to be able to teach all of this tonight. So maybe you could do your own digging. But this is a very interesting passage. I want you to listen to what Paul says in 2 Corinthians 12. Now we're going to focus on the end of it. But the very the beginning and the middle are very interesting. This is what he says. In chapter 12 he says, I must go on boasting, though there is nothing to be gained by it. I will go on to visions and revelations of the Lord. I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago was caught up to the third heaven. So what he means is heaven. They would consider the skies above us the first heaven. They would consider space the second heaven. When he says the third heaven, he's referring to actual heaven, like the kingdom of God. I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago was caught up to the third heaven. Whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. And I know that this man was caught up into paradise. Whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. And he heard things that cannot be told, which man may not utter. On behalf of this man, I will boast, but on my own behalf, I will not boast, except of my weaknesses. Though if I should wish to boast, I would not be a fool, for I would be speaking the truth. But I refrain from it, so that no one may think more of me than he sees in me or hears from me. So to keep me from becoming conceited because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, now he's telling us that the man he's referring to is himself. The man that was seeing visions of paradise or caught up into paradise actually was Paul. So now he goes from speaking third party to first party, telling you that it's him. To keep me from being conceited because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, a thorn was given me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to harass me, to keep me from being conceited. Three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Paul says, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weakness, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Now, this is an interesting passage on many regards. And one of these days, I'm going to teach the whole thing, okay? And it's, it's mind-blowing. But I don't have time for all of that tonight. I want to focus on this fact that he says, when I am weak, then I am strong. Because that, Does that make any sense to anybody? Just hearing that phrase on its own. When I am weak, then I am strong. It's, it's complex, right? And so I want to talk a little bit about that tonight. And we're going to talk about being strong because of weaknesses. Now, we all like to think that we're not weak people. Or if we are weak people, we want to conceal the fact that we're weak people because weakness seems like a vice. It seems like a fault that needs to be corrected. Strength is applauded. Weakness is mocked. I mean, just picture any movie from your childhood days where the nerdy guy is picked on. And now you have guys in movies like The Rock. That's what we all want to watch, right? The Rock is applauded. The nerdy guy is mocked. So weakness is, is degraded. Strength is exalted. But perhaps we need to redefine strength and weakness because Paul was a mature man of God by the time he wrote this passage. But as you can tell, 
he was fraught with weakness. Now some of it was his own weakness, and some of it was given to him to keep him humble. According to the visions he saw, God didn't want him to become proud in that, so he actually gave him special weaknesses to inflict him to keep him humble. But we like to boast in our strengths, don't we? Paul boasted in the opposite. He boasted in his weaknesses. Here was my question as I read this. Are we not supposed to be strong and courageous? In fact, doesn't the Bible say that very thing? In Joshua 1.9, maybe you've heard this before, listen to the phrasing. God himself saying this, Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So we're commanded to be strong and courageous, to be brave. But the strength, as you can tell from even Joshua 1.9, does not come from us. It comes from the Lord. When we are commanded to be strong and courageous, we are to do so by looking to the Lord's presence in our life, not to our own strength. He is the source of our courage. So we are to be courageous and strong, but he is the source. We are the ones that are looking to him because we aren't strong and courageous. We find our strength and courage from God. Now, on the contrary, perceive strength inside of us. Like, let's say we believe we are strong. We don't really need the Lord. And that's what's going to happen. If we perceive ourselves to be strong, independent individuals, you know what will actually happen? It will keep us from the Lord. Because we'll believe we don't need any more strength. I'm already strong. And do you see the weakness in that, th in that argument? That if I'm strong, I don't go to the one who is strong because I'm strong on my own. And therefore, Paul would say, you're actually weak. Versus someone that says, I'm weak, I need the courage and the strength of the Lord. They're actually strong. Do you see how it's kind of backwards in the thinking? Perhaps the understanding of our own weakness is actually a gift of God. It was for Paul. Paul saw his understanding of his own weaknesses as a gift from the Lord. Because when we are weak, we seek out the strength to help us. And who is stronger than the Lord? And the answer is nobody. Now, I want you to listen to a phrase that I've said many times before here at Wyoming Valley Church. It's from my favorite preacher. His name was Charles Spurgeon. His middle name is what, Haddon? Haddon. Haddon. Haddon is named after Charles Haddon Spurgeon, actually. He said this phrase once. He said, I have learned to kiss the wave, which slams me up against the rock of ages. Now, the rock of ages is a term for Jesus. Okay? I have learned to kiss the wave that has slammed me up against the rock of ages. Isn't that an interesting phrase? See, by allowing us to face weakness, the Lord is inviting us to receive strength from him. Because when we go to him in our weaknesses, he is going to grant us divine tools and power that we otherwise would not have. In our weakness, we become strong. So the perception is that weakness makes us worse, right? If we're weak, we're worse people. It's a vice. It's a fault. But God actually ordains weakness to make us stronger if we know where to find that strength and if we're determined and disciplined enough to get that strength from God. If we seek the Lord in our weaknesses, we will find strength. If we perceive ourselves as strong, we will not find strength. Interesting, right? And you can see how the devil would love to bait that, bait that lure, excuse me, bait that hook with a lure to say you're strong on your own because he wants you to be weak. He wants to take strength from you. To tell you you're strong is actually to make you weak. As for Paul, the weakness... As he said in this passage, I prayed three times 
that the messenger of Satan, the thing that was a thorn in his flesh, he prayed it away three times, saying, God, please remove this from me. And God said, no, but my strength will be sufficient for you to overcome this weakness. In other words, we don't have to be victims. Weakness does not have to define us. We are weak, but we can find strength. And in fact, that's the whole point of this passage. The bottom line for Paul's life is that Paul was a man full of various types of weaknesses. He admitted it. We look at Paul and go, man, if I could just be like Paul, I would win the world. And Paul says, I'm a man of many weaknesses. But he did more for the Lord and the kingdom of God than anybody else except Jesus. How? It was all due to the strength that God provided Paul. Because Paul recognized his weakness, he boasted in his weakness, and God gave him strength because of that. So here's the bottom line question before we end today. Is innate weakness, which means natural weakness, is it a hindrance or is it a blessing? Is it a blessing that I'm weak or is it a curse that I'm weak? If I'm weak and there's no strength, it's a curse. If I'm weak and I'm drawn to the one who is strong, it's a blessing. If God allows us to be weak, perhaps he's inviting us to be strong in him. The interesting thing about this passage, the thing we need to remember is that strength is only going to be given to us if we seek the Lord. You don't get strength by summoning it. You don't get strength by wanting it. You get strength by seeking the Lord. And he only gives you strength if your desire is to accomplish his will. Like let's say, God, I want strength from you to accomplish my dreams and my wishes upon the earth. No, that's not why strength is given. Strength was given to Paul so that Paul could accomplish the will of God and advance the kingdom of God, and he did. And Paul got strength because he knew where to find it, not from Paul, but from the Lord. Paul says, I'm a man of weakness, and I boast in my weaknesses because when I recognize my weakness, I go to the one who is strong and he gives it to me. Do you see the secret Paul had? If you get to heaven and you glorify Paul and pat Paul on the back for his natural strength, Paul's going to say, no, I didn't have any natural strength. I got it from the one who was strong. Let me give you an example before I close. Um, I, re I remember an interview I heard one time from Michael Jordan. Maybe you guys remember him. And Michael Jordan used to find it insulting when people would go up to him and say, how can I be such a natural, talented basketball player like you are? And Michael Jordan would quickly correct them and say, I'm not naturally talented and gifted. I worked for this. I don't want you to just see me as a naturally gifted person. Paul would say the same thing. Paul, how did you naturally serve and advance the kingdom of God? Paul would say, I didn't. I went to the one who is strong. I'm actually weak. He gave me the strength, and I accomplished much. Do you see how weakness might be a, a blessing instead of a curse? But not as an end. If you say, well, I'm weak, I'm a victim, I'll never do anything for you, God, and, and you feel good in that, that's not the point. The point is for you to recognize your weakness and say, God, I need you. And I think right now this world is surrounded by areas of weakness. In our own life and in the government, everywhere you look, it's weakness. Maybe that's okay, because maybe it will finally allow us to look up to the one who is strong and say, I need you, God. I hope that's an encouragement to you today, because it was to me. 
I'm a man fraught with weakness just like Paul was. And Paul says, I actually boast in my weakness because when I am weak, he makes me strong. I hope that's an encouragement to you, Nate. We'll do another one next week, but uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to the Wyoming Valley Church Podcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. We're located in the Dolphin Plaza on Highway 315 in Wilkesbury. Learn more about us at wyomingvalleychurch.org. Wyoming Valley Church, a place where all are welcome.